recording live from somewhere. Welcome your beautiful host, Shayna B. Gray. Oh, thank you, babe. And also our lovely, amazingly talented co-host, Kristen Gray, living legend here in the flesh. Thanks, baby. You like those hand claps? I mean, that applause I added. <laughs> that was kind of fly, huh? It was nice. This was is fun. our first episode, baby. It is. I'm so excited. I know, right? We're doing it. We're finally doing it. Uh, well, baby, I want you to just introduce yourself to people. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So um, I grew up in Virginia. Um, I moved to L.A. after I graduated from VCU. Shout out to all my Rams. Bleeding gold there. Um, I'm a Buckeyes <laughs> fan. <laughs> Anywho, uh, graduated with my bachelor's in finance. And from there, I moved out to Los Angeles. And that's where I spent... I guess coming into my adult years, hmm. I learned so much out there. So I worked at Enterprise as my first job. Wow. Which was awesome, right in Studio City. Did you see celebrities out there like renting cars? <laughs> I did. Really? I did. Cool. It was so much fun. Can you can you name drop some of them? <laughs> I will start with the most meaningful, who is Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris. You know that the, guy? The, is that the dude from uh from the Jamie Foxx show? Jamie Foxx show, yes. The wow. uncle that owned the hotel. I was talking about Jamie, baby. Yes. Yes. He is funny. Wow. And a joy to be around. Okay. I would see him all of the time. Okay. Um, so from him to Marion Hall, also known as Pooch Hall from The Game. The Game. Yes. The Game. Him. Oh, Lynn Whitfield, I believe is her name. Is it Lynn? From A Thin Line Between Love and Hate and okay. Greenleaf? Yeah. Lynn okay. Whitfield. Okay. She was amazing, but okay. my most memorable there was probably Oprah. Oprah? Oprah. Came through Enterprise? Well, she didn't physically come through. So, you know, Oprah, um, Oprah. Enterprise has that service where we pick up and drop off cars or whatnot. So her production okay. company rented vehicles for something they had going on out there. And we got to take it there and I got to see her. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. And that was just the beginning of my transition to L.A. That was like just first it only year, gets huh? better. Yeah. <laughs> okay okay so it was just give me all the hollywood stories we should just make this whole episode about oh, that gosh. Uh, you know we'll go through my life stories as <laughs> the podcast continues first of all just set the record straight mm -hmm. your your father's from ghana my father's from ghana and your mother's from virginia correct so you're actually what is that how you say that ghan ghan ghanian Ghanaian. Some people say Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I always screw it up. Yeah. The motherland. Yeah. Somewhere over there. Mm -hmm. So you, by the time you made it to L.A., yeah. Now you spent your whole like the last decade there until you met me. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what are some of the highlights that you remember from being in L.A.? Wow. Are we talking Hollywood? Or are we talking life? Well, I'm just talking even career-wise. Like, what are what are some mm. of the other jobs that you had there? So acting, okay. um, I did tons of acting. I was acting up until I moved. Okay. I still consider myself an actress. <laughs> My national Disney commercial. Yes. I remember that. Cause I remember wondering who that dude was. In the yes. Commercial. Shout out to Wayne Bowser. Yeah. When I saw that photo, y'all, I think y'all kissed on that commercial. We did. I wasn't feeling that <laughs> from day one. It was so much fun. That was probably one of the best productions. Wayne, I'm sorry, man. Those lips that. are off limits. I hope you enjoyed that when you got the chance because <laughs> it's a wrap now. Yeah. It's on film. Well, what's too. up, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there was that um, 
Teeth and Blood. It's also a film that can be found on Amazon. I was a vampire in that. Her name was Chloe. Oh, yeah. I think I showed you that. Oh, right? yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. That was wonderful. You did some um, some music stuff, too, right? I did. So the most memorable is probably my Justin Bieber video. I was talking about that on another podcast recently. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about Bieber because, you know, he recently <laughs> showed up in Insta- on Instagram. For- oh, yeah. For acting out. <laughs> yeah. But I was talking about how you were in that video. That's what what video was it? Um, it was called Boyfriend. Okay. And that wow. was the first time I realized that African-Americans do get sunburned. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, if you like skin, right? I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's specific to, you know, tones. Or but can you be dark skinned and get a, like a visible sunburn? I don't know if it's visible, but I know you can feel it. Okay. You can there definitely you go. feel that, it. That so we sense. were shooting on the rooftop um, in L.A. I want to say downtown somewhere or something. I feel like I get a sunburn when I'm cooking eggs in the morning. Like I'm just, it just happens for me. Sorry. Yeah, right. Okay. Rooftop. The sun was beaming. Okay. And I did these. See, you have to watch the video. You'll see these little dance moves that I did. But one of which at the end of the day, because we had to have been there for like Mm -hmm. seven hours. Mm -hmm. And I smacked my chest. And it just burned. And I didn't know what was going on. And then the next day I was like peeling and everything. And I realized I was sunburned from working on the rooftop. Did it leave a handprint? It did. It did. It was nice and red. Is in the video? No. <laughs> it did not show in the video. That's funny. So while Shane is talking, she's also trying to control our uh, puppy who, <laughs> shout out to Callie. Fit. She's trying to get up. But what kind of, she's a Yoshan? Yes. Yeah, a she's, Yorkie Bichon mix. Yes. And uh, Callie, she's trying to jump up here and, and uh, talk. We actually named Callie after California because I stole her away from. Yeah. From, so from I always there. have a piece of Callie with me. So acting. Um, modeling too yep, right modeling and then from there I branched off into casting and talent management when I started acting I knew that I wanted to learn all of the like the 360 view of the industry yeah from representation you know being behind the camera and in front of the camera so you did some stuff for BT too right right so I worked with Twinkie um, and Michelle Adams for being Mary Jane okay have you seen Notorious yeah yeah of she course. casted that Nice. Um, Very reputable. So you were busy. Oh, yeah. And then you met me. And then I met you. So let's talk about what it's like being newlyweds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a great idea. While we have you here, Mr. Kristen Uh, Gray. (laughs) I mean, is this my first and final (laughs) episode? I don't know. You might get canceled. Depends on what I say. I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) So we officially got married October of 2018. October 7th. Yep. And we officially celebrated with everyone, friends and family. We had a private ceremony at first. Yeah. Then we celebrated with everyone April 2019. Oh my gosh. It was beautiful. It we was did it. Everything. We did it in Cincinnati, Ohio. We did. Um, it was amazing, wasn't it? It was. It was magical. Yeah, it was. We got to dance on some like clouds. Some clouds. We yeah. we had some beautiful people come in from all mm. over the world. Actually, we had. Some it was people. a lot of yeah. love. Yeah. So much love from friends and family. Like everyone we wanted there showed up. Man. And more. You know, um, I want to make mention of a very special friend of ours. Yeah, um, Sham, Shamara Woods. She has been my best friend for. Gosh, at least five years. Mm-hmm. Um, my road dog got in Cali and yeah. she was a bridesmaid 
in our wedding party. Yeah, she was. And she actually passed away this year. Yeah, in yep. June. Yep. Uh, a couple of months after the wedding, we so, lost her. So Yeah, so it was, that was that was pretty difficult. But, um, you know, it's, it's crazy how those, those memories kind of tie together because mm -hmm. she was able to share one of her last special moments with us. Yeah. And it made and the I mean, wedding even, even more special. On our way to Tahiti, which is where we took our honeymoon. Yeah. Yep, we had yep. a five-hour layover in Los Angeles, and we were yep. able to go out to dinner with her in May. It was special, man. It was very special. So, first year, um, scale of one to ten, how am I doing so far? Ooh. You know, babe, I'm going to give you a 10.5. A 10.5, babe? I think you've been doing incredible. Man, that means a lot. You you saying that just for the episode? Or no, you? no. I realize that you have a lot on your plate. Yeah. Um, And I see how hard i i guess how hard but how how much it means to you to prioritize things um yeah and you give so much love and you have so much passion and i think the 10.5 comes from effort <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that baby um you know i do have a lot on my plate but you are the main course oh yeah i think we've had like a crash course in uh, marriage seeing that this is your second time around yeah <laughs> um second and final time we've had to really dive into a deeper intimacy deeper communication different levels of things that a lot of newlyweds don't get to experience until they're well into at least their third or fourth years like our stuff started off we worked out the kinks kind of we did early. we had to you know, I brought a lot of kinks that had to be worked out and, and you worked with me. Yeah. And we both are used to living in the fast lane and having fast lives and we don't really have time to mess up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and I made time <laughs> today. I got time. Yeah. But, you know, um, you know, if I had to give you a rating, mm -hmm. I mean, it, I'd have to give you like a letter or something. There's not a proper number. But like to, which letter? Um. I don't know. I mean, I don't. It'd be A. You know what I mean? Like I can't. I can't go <laughs> down the alphabet. It just probably. I don't know. But the thing about it is, you've been an incredible woman. You know, in my life. Period. Like just you fill many roles, even outside of um, my wife. Like you've been my best friend. You've been my wife coach. Mm -hmm. um, I've watched you play uh, an extremely pivotal role in the life of my daughter Maya, and now carrying my child. Are we allowed to? Yep, you just did. Well, I was going to say, are we allowed to share the name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Story Monroe coming to a womb near you. That sounded terrible. <laughs> um, She's already she, in a womb. will not be near you. It'll be near me <laughs> March of next year. Um, but, yeah, like, I just... Out of a womb. You, you've been a manager for me. Um, you, you've been, like anger management counselor for me you've oh been goodness. you've been a lot of things you know and yeah. just just the the like you've 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 joined me in my crazy world and you've taken the pain away when nobody else could you mm. know and I think just even like even though it's been uh, we're in our second year now I feel like that first year it flew by so quickly because it felt like it was just an extension like a confirmation of mm -hmm. some stuff that we knew was going to happen when we first met and yeah. just you know we just didn't necessarily know how so it felt like a big stamp you know what I mean of, right, of, of right. approval um you know having you in my life is just it's been a blessing from God so you know what about some of the challenges that you've had to face though now that we got the cute stuff out the way like how how has it been challenging um in so many ways I think 
you and I both experienced a lot of trial and error <laughs> with one another. Yeah. Uh, whether it's just us staying on track. The the beautiful thing is we've always been fighting to get on to the same page. <laughs> if <laughs> yeah, that goes wrong, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since day one. And we've always been able to turn back to God. Like there's been so many moments where I'm just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I know to pray about it like I don't and I'm sure you felt the same with me you know mine came from a from a different perspective because I was I was breaking away from a as you helped me classify and you know even in therapy what I learned to be a limited belief system mm-hmm. or a false belief system even in some instances and I, I was um yeah I took on some roles I think we mentioned this I talked about this a little bit in my sway interview last year um Shout out to Sway too, just for that for that platform to actually be able to talk about this and the fact that he brought you on to share your side. Right. But you know, one of the things was I, that I do regret leading up to our marriage and leading up to just even our engagement was how much I blamed you mm. for things that I had gone through in the past and things that led up to, um, you know, how I brought you into my life right. and how we entered into our relationship and how poor it looked and I I just didn't um I didn't do a good job of of honoring you in that time and that's one thing that I I, I saw you trying to process and work through as you talk about challenges mm-hmm. it didn't really kick us off to the greatest start when it came down to making things official and then I mean on top of that you moved your whole life out out to Ohio right you know we're in Cincinnati shout out to the Bengals um you know, Ohio, I grew up here, so I was already used to it. And with with the with the reality of my daughter being here, you know, what I'm saying like I just couldn't fathom being away from her. I'm trying to still provide for her. And you took that risk. But mm-hmm. the crazy thing is you, you basically discovered a lot of things when you came here. You discovered helped me. You discovered and helped me discover my actual addiction because I was wilding out when you got here and you were like, you're going to have to figure this out or this isn't going to be a thing. And it was at that point where I felt that urgency to actually like face myself in the mirror and try to figure out what this was. I had that problem for a while. Mm -hmm. And I think when you, especially any addicts out there can vouch for this. I'm sure when you live that sort of lifestyle and you're caught up in your addiction, everything is backwards. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You look in the mirror and you see everything but yourself and everything is just backwards and so I started to blame you for the things that I was going through, even though you were the very person who was helping me work through those things. Well, yeah, um, I guess that goes back into one of the things that we've had a crash course in when it comes to our intimacy, because with addiction, the opposite of that is connection. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's something else <laughs> that yeah. we couldn't afford to just have off. I think that's a great way to describe it. And for me, you know, again, like I said earlier, you are my main course. So there are other things that I'm juggling. Mm-hmm. But I, I've learned this this year going into our second year, actually well into our second year now for a couple months. Um, I have learned that if, if God is not made first, then we don't exist. Mm-hmm. And if you're not put right under God, then nothing else exists either. Right. You know what I mean? Even though like I have a daughter and that was hard. That mm-hmm. was probably one of the biggest challenges you know, trying to figure out how to manage that because I had her before you came into my life. Right. So I thought I got to put her first. But the thing is, like, I'm starting to realize that I need to show my daughter an example of what happiness looks like in a marriage. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Even though she's had the experience of divorce, she can still see daddy happy in a marriage because I want her to have that when she grows up. Right. And so, like, that's been another part of the crash course that you've been so gracious and kind to not only be patient with me to go through and watch me go through it, but you've also helped me figure that out. Mm-hmm. That's why you are my wife coach. You're not just you're not just my <laughs> life coach. You are my wife coach. Y'all got to understand without this woman, y'all ain't y'all not hearing from me ever. You know what I mean? Y'all not getting no more music from me. You know, I'm I'm not I'm nothing without her. And I guess that goes back into more about me. I am now a certified executive coach and mentor. Hey, I pretty much put you through a crash course in that. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to like be a life coach on. before you met me or did I just straight inspire that? No, I, th- I think before that, I didn't realize that life coaching was an actual career. I, I didn't. I've never experienced that. I thought, you know, it's therapist, psychologist, but I didn't know what a life coach was. Yeah. Um, and so I guess it kind of happened at the same time. You and identifying what that career was and then studying for it and mm-hmm. getting certified. And it all happened at the same time. And it just so happened to be that, you know, you were able to help me get my hours in because I'm coaching you every day. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. You going to send me a bill? <laughs> I am. I'm going to invoice you. Is it enough? I mean, I bought you this podcast set up. Is that enough? Yeah, no, this is a gift. Okay. All right. So, so I still owe you. So you still going to send me an invoice? All right. Well, what you want to do, baby? You want to you want to play some music? Yeah. So what I wanted to do, I want to talk about this new Kanye album. Oh wow! You want to go there now? Yeah. You want to play some music first? You want to play something to like you know commemorate our marriage? Like oh yes. How about because we were talking about our marriage and everything? I'm gonna play our first dance song. Okay. Which is secrets. Okay. Yes. Yes. And it's beautiful. So let's let's go ahead and hit that. You think I look? Take you for granted I look at you I don't want nobody else But I haven't always been candid I still remember our love songs Feels like I'm out of my mind, girl I'll give you Is it genuine love or a temporary feel? 
Secret. Secrets, everyone. For, from Kristen Gray, <laughs> Clear the Air album. Yo. I, I would love to say that that's the sexiest song that oh, you created, man. but it's not. What you think? What but, you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> what do I think? I I have so many. Really? Like I told you, my first one was actually convenient, and I still love that From song. School of Roses. From School of Roses. Secrets was special. You know, it was a vibe. I remember. Um, it's such a vibe, and it's just so per- like every element to that song. I think that song is a good representation of what we were talking about. Just like you know, we didn't say this, we didn't use this term, but I'll use it. You know, just bringing things like full circle. Mm-hmm. You know, because. When I first started writing that song, I think it was like 2015 when I made the first draft and I had no lyrics. I just had this vibe, you know what I mean? And then like as soon as I met you and and, and as we got closer, there were two songs that I started writing right off the bat. Mm -hmm. It was this one and it's another one called Odyssey of Love that I plan to put on, on, on the next album. And it was so easy. It's like everything just came together. Like I remember going from a voice note mm-hmm. to actually just opening up logic on my computer and producing the whole thing. It's so sexy. Well, I thought about you and I think you were even on like FaceTime or something with me. You didn't know what I was making. No idea. Yeah. You remember that? No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember I was like in my closet. I don't know, but like, you know what? I do remember that, but I think there were a couple of songs too that you created in your closet and I would watch and be a part. <laughs> I remember when Jay was there and Brian was there and you were oh, recording. Man, yeah. I think we was working on Jacob <laughs> you were, and Judas. You were, yeah. Jacob and Judas. Cause uh, yep. you let me hear the feature. Yeah. Well, Secrets like, oh. made it in there and I just, you know, I had to wait for a but moment. But Secrets is special. Yeah, it is. It is. That's it's a good so vibe. special. Yeah, everything about it just, it just, it, it, it brings my life full circle. Like if there wasn't already a baby in me we would make another one just because i listen to secrets right yeah, now you know what you want to go see if that's possible we can try it out you know i don't know uh-huh. scientifically i don't <laughs> okay I so let's it. move on so you want to talk about kanye right mm-hmm. yeah so kanye's latest album what's it called it's not his album it's the uh well, it's, it's the sunday, sunday service, service choir. choir right sunday jesus service is choir. born jesus is born I just wanted to read the little bio, which says joy to the world. Kanye's Sunday service comes to life on Jesus is born. So I guess it's a recording of his Sunday services that he holds. Um, but yeah, I wanted to play a song and then we'll we'll talk about it. So this is Souls Anchored. Why does that sound familiar? Right, let's check it out. Here we go. Oh! 
Anchored by Sunday Service Choir. Featuring Genuine. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sounds familiar. Yeah, you know, I heard it right from the... So, I think it sounds dope. So, it does sound dope. Yeah. It does. But what it really brings up in me is just the years of seeing churches try to imitate secular music in the most corniest ways. Yeah. Um, but I think because it's Kanye... He's an incredible artist, incredible producer. Mm. He's made it so clean and so dope. I'm not sure if he was responsible for rewriting it. <laughs> um, did, but, you not, did you not like the rewrite? So I did. Yeah. I did, but it's just one of those things when you have that reference, when you've grown up listening to So Anxious by yeah. Genuine, and then you're listening to this and you're like, huh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we were you, Let's reprogram my mind from sexy to worshiping God. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, this is one of those things where I'm like, I, I listened to it and I actually loved it, you know, and I come from the Christian world and from the church world where I do hear people try to like take something that came from what has always been classified as the secular space. I'm mm -hmm. doing air quotes for you people who can't see me. Um, and I thought that it was corny, but as I was saying in the car earlier, I feel like Kanye's allowed to do this because he comes from this space. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's one of the legends that that has been responsible for creating a sound that has transcended hip hop, even into the R&B space. Like he's a musical genius. And so when I hear him go there and know that he's been so focused, focused on his focused, he's been so focused on his conversion story mm -hmm. and, and his his adoration for Jesus that it's like he can't help but find a way to turn even the songs that are most f familiar to us right. as being like tunes that are like the soundtrack to a sex life and turning them into worship pieces to God. Like, yeah, I think that that's so ill coming from him. And I thought it was done really well. It, w it was definitely done well. Ill. Well, I mean, but I do, but I do hear you like when it comes down to that, that concern, like that, that tinge of corn, not, not a knock to him. Yeah. And, but, but it does make me feel like everybody in the church world is going to be like, oh yeah, now it's time for us to do this again. And we, <laughs> and we, it's we not even now that idea. it's time. I feel like they've been doing it, but they've been we doing it wrong. We knew this was a great idea. Yeah. And you know what? Because like you said, I agree with you because he comes from you know, that world and that walk, and this is his transitions, transformation. Yeah. Um, I think that it, it it is better for him to do it as opposed to the gospel crowd trying to relate and dabble yeah. into secular stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, well, and maybe even their lyrics just aren't as good <laughs> as his too. Yeah. That's the other thing. They, they will try to make it rhyme with the original content <laughs> and it's just off the wall. You know, when I first heard, um, s s uh, what is it? So anxious. I almost, I'm getting the original title messed up now. When I first heard <laughs> so anchored. anxious, oh yeah, yeah. I was with my boy Brandon, and Brandon's dad was was singing so anxious. Except he wasn't saying so anxious. He was saying slow nature. That's what I used to say. Slow angels. So it's like. <laughs> I mean, souls <laughs> yeah. anchored. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, 
we're just changing the you know the phonetics of the words the yeah. words that just make them actually be something that fits it didn't feel corny to me you know it, it felt like it felt genuine it felt genuine <laughs> no pun yes it did it did now there's another there's, there's a few of these on the album right like there's yeah uh, there's a did. couple um you know swv covers i think rain um, they did uh week da, 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 week that's called rain rain down that's right it does. It does. that's on that's rain. that's that's the first but the, one he did do week too yep yeah we we get so weak on kanye's album oh yeah we get <laughs> we get so weak it's like about like just like just how our body falls apart <laughs> in adoration right. to god but you know what I've always said that I've always viewed sex, you know, in its proper context, you know, between, you know, a married couple. Right. I've always viewed it as worship. Absolutely. So, like, will we play, you and I, will we play Souls Anchored? Wow. While making, you know, another baby. <laughs> you know, maybe. Mm, no, I think because we said earlier that we want to see if it. we can get it's an entire choir. If we want that <laughs> immaculate conception, you know what I'm saying? If we want that, I got to stop saying it's that. Not it's not immaculate it's, if it's you and I. Yeah, I got to stop saying that. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> if we want to have that, 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 that miracle baby added to, you know, story already being in the womb, then I feel like this might get it done. Like we, we play like the Sunday service choir version of souls anchored uh-huh. and make love. Like while this is playing, I think that we can maybe add another baby. I don't know how that will work. You want to uh, try? No, it sounds dangerous. Somebody <laughs> won't make it. <laughs> We're almost at the finish line. <laughs> like, you don't think we can go for twins. It's not twins when you're already in your seven month baby. It's, Unless you play souls anchored. If we can anchor another soul in your womb. That's a nice thought. A nice. I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> You're reaching for this. There we go. It's all right. Man. But okay. you know what? I think that there... And if that song were more of a solo artist thing and maybe not a whole band... I think that would then be Then maybe trying. like a band in the bedroom, though, when you're making love. I don't know if you want to incorporate that. You want a whole band? I do. With a marching band in there? I do. There? I want a whole marching band. That reminds me. Remember that movie? <laughs> that what? I, what was it? The Other Sister? Where yeah, yeah, all yeah. of Carla oh, the and they made love. The he end. played the band during their like intimate time the first time he played a marching band song nah he played the band uh, after they got what after they got married that too okay he turned oh, it yeah, on no, no, yeah exactly <laughs> that's right i remember i remember it. he did turn it turn on like a marching band yes i'm saying babe that's a new wave that's a new wave. like i want to put I, I was talking to you about this which is just surreal to me like mm-hmm. how i want remember when i was sitting downstairs and i said i want to get a choir yeah but i want them to sing like r&b songs right on the next on I the next album that and, and now we have a choir singing R&B songs. Yeah, I just thought, I, I mean, you know, maybe we should try it. I can get us a choir. Um, Not interested? Okay. It sounds fun. Okay. But speaking of which, let's, let's just one more. One you want to play another one? Uh, yeah, because this one I think showcases a bit more um, just because it's his original song that he turned into a gospel song okay what song is this this is the follow me but i'm gonna play the faith part okay because that is um 
recreate it from I think it was faded or fading. Okay. Yeah. Let's yep. do it. Okay. Bye. I think this is dope. I agree. Is that Ty Tribbett? <laughs> I have no idea, but it sounds like him. He's hype. I love I love that they have him up there though. And, and like you mentioned earlier, he's not overshadowing the choir. Ty like Tribbett? Or the man, the man that yeah. kind of sounds like Ty Tribbett. Right, right. Um, yeah, I just love that like it, it's not it's not overproduced. I love I think I favor Kanye songs that he turns into gospel songs over the other artists because it's interesting. I guess, like, did he call up Genuine and say, hey? You know, I, I actually imagine, you know, Genuine hearing this and being like, I'm wow. so glad that this song is being used to glorify God. Amen. I really, I hope that that's. Yeah, like, you, you, I mean, <laughs> and to, to your point about, like, this Kanye song, like, when I first hopped on, I was like, man, this is dope. Like, I don't want to confuse that, though, with it being like me trying to say this is cool. Mm -hmm. Like, as a Christian, I am so hype listening to this. Yeah. Like, I can turn this on. We were dancing listening yeah, to this. Yeah, I busted the nay-nay. And it's 2019, not, I still nay-nay. I mean, but I just felt like I was worshiping. 
absolutely like I would love to be a well, part of dope. one of these. It's super dope. The beats are dope. It's yeah, hype, but I was the like, energy, you know, the... like, but I'm, and it's and it's worship, right? It's worship to God. Like it's like like I'm singing about God. I still get the feels. Like when I was listening to the other song, like I still get the feels of like. But like, why can't we in court? Why can't we infuse the feeling of love making mm-hmm. with the feeling that we have have told ourselves in America that we can only experience in a church? No, why I can't don't we agree put all that all. stuff I together think we and make? Can absolutely, but you know what I would like? I guess what I would like to see is um, the artists that mm-hmm. you know he's using their stuff. Maybe have them featured on it or something like that. I think that, that might. I think. I agree. Or would that be a bit too much? Because I think right. that's something that Snoop did. Right. Um, right. So I don't know. But yeah, Snoop actually had like a, um, on that gospel album, like he would feature. He featured like the Clark Systems to Clark Systems. <laughs> and I'm making up. <laughs> they all are a system. Words. They're an amazing system. The Clark, Clark Sisters. On uh, I can't remember the song, but like he put like some 808s and stuff under it, and mm-hmm. it was like I thought that was corny, you know, because it was like I don't want to hear the Clark Sisters over some 808s. That's true. You know I can see that, but I mean, like just having artists drop in to do that. What I wouldn't, I guess, what I would like to see if we're using their music, maybe have artists who have a similar walk or who want to. I don't know. I just you know, felt like walk. that's that's telling too much it's of kind a. Kind of like that whole Nikki thing when she was on Tasha Cobb's song. You know, it's kind of like agree. I'm gonna drop in on this song, but then I'm gonna go back to this, and I'm over here doing. You this. mean if they were to feature? Yeah. I do agree with that. Yeah. I was gonna say I thought you were saying that the mere fact that he's putting this on the album is like when Tasha Cobb, you know, featured. No, Nicki no, no. Minaj. I'm saying if he were to feature them and they weren't really having that same walk right now, then that would be terrible. I guess. Yeah. I think it's one of those things impact. Even if they are, I think that the special thing that I'm noticing in this album, I've listened to it twice now is that it seems like there's a specific desire to keep this about God, to keep this, the focus on Jesus and not on the performers. You don't hear Kanye West talk at all through this entire album. Right. I don't even hear his voice. I don't know who that dude is. There's lead singers on some of these songs. It doesn't say featuring them. It's just voices adoring God. And I agree. If we didn't have those references, and I think we all know, it's the same thing as, you know, new age artists incorporating 90s covers or like beats or something like that because we have that reference. We have that to go back to. So when you do something like this, it still brings it up. Yeah. And it brings so it's it, like we want to focus on God, but are we trying to change the meaning of these songs? I don't know if I mean yes, I think. Or are we just saying these songs are hot, so I'm going to use this to glorify God? I think it's trying to remove anything sinful from the songs. Yes. Now, does the artist agree? The original artist are think, they like? Yes. I, I don't. I don't, me, I don't know. Lord. I don't know. I don't know how intentional they are. You know what I mean? Like we don't know that. We'd have to ask them. Right. But I do know that this stuff had to get approved to show up on this album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it had to get cleared. So if it did, it's just another moment where Kanye is not only taking other people's stuff, you know, again, who are outside of the quote unquote Christian or gospel space in their music. Not only is he taking it and changing it to to be an overt message to Jesus, he's also taking his own songs and running them through that same process. So he's leading by example and and. And collectively, what I think this is going to do is it kind of shuts down any other 
ulterior motive that either people from the gospel or Christian music industry Mm -hmm. um, have when it comes down to trying to utilize this platform to get cool and become trendy. Right. And, and, and associate themselves with, again, what they would call secular music in a corny fashion. It eliminates that. And it also kind of sets a standard for people who may be in the mainstream music space, wanting to create music that glorifies Jesus by saying, you can't do this any old kind of way. Like you have to dedicate, this fully to Jesus Mm. and I think he did that on this album yeah I could agree and I think that like even the Jesus is King album is is probably a product of this yeah this process you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and now the fact that he didn't just like capitalize on that and then like not show this process this is a whole album of people just worshiping well what I do like it seems to me as if Kanye doesn't really abide by rules Right. He's always been that go against the grain guy. He's going to do what he wants. Mm -hmm. Um, So when it comes to him as a Christian, he's going to worship freely. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter what people think. And I love that. And whatever rules that the industry has set for gospel music, I don't think he cares. And I love that. Yeah. This is classified as a Christian gospel album and it's got souls anchored on it. Like, think about the people who are going to hear this for the first time and they've never heard of Genuine before, like in 2019. Yeah, that's funny. And they're going to think that that this is the the first. And can you really be mad at that? Like, no, but it's cute. Like, you know, Maya's in the backseat of the car listening to Genuine. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I want her to listen to So Anxious at seven years old. Mm -hmm. But I'm cool for her listening to Souls Anchored. Yeah, let's just hope they don't grow up researching because I am the one. I'm going to be like, look, baby, you know where I came from? I mean, that's cool. That's cool. It's cool. But like, I like you to know your history because then you can create more history. But I understand. I get it. I mean, I I just think that this is is, is good stuff. So I think the consensus is it's great. Yeah. Um, It's dope. It's fire. I love that. It's like a it's like a new wave of worship. Yeah, but it feels more authentic. It feels like he simplified a lot of things. It does they they collect. It doesn't sound like. And I keep I keep saying him like you know Kanye's like the mastermind behind all this. But I think I just see a man who's just really just excited about his faith mm-hmm. and a whole support system around him to help glorify Jesus. Yeah, he's on fire right now. Yeah, and, and so know, are, and so out are to Wyoming they. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and you right. select who you want to come out and be with you to nurture your growth, your walk and your energy, whatever pastor you want. I want that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I want to be a part of something like this. Right. I think it's really dope. Yeah. Well, on that note, um, I do want to play something from one of these artists here who I believe was one of the first. Um, he's a trailblazer. Ooh. And uh, I, I don't about? know, some man, this man. Can we just play it? Can we just? (laughs) Kristen Gray. Okay. I see what you're doing here. You grew up listening to Kurt, listening to Donnie, listening to Ricky, listening to Donald, listening to Diedrich, Hezekiah Walker, listen to the Clarks, listen to Yolanda, listen to Commission, listen to the Winers, listening to Edwin, listening to Milton, listening to Shirley, Richard Smiley. Let me make it clear, he's a pioneer. And if you want that understanding, you can find it here. How you gonna brush aside the foundation they like? Chase all this fame, but you can't say Jesus' name. You 
sex, talking about drugs, talking about groupies after the show, talking about drinking, talking about smoke, talking about abortion, talking about divorce, bodies in the closet, talking about the corpse, talking about lesbians, talking about trans, but everybody talking about trans. Listening to Kendrick, bowing down to Jay, studying the lyrics while you're trying to relate. How can you justify the choice that you make? Show yourself is one thing, but live another way. Hesitation, everyone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no hesitation. Wow. No hesitation. Wow. One of the wow. throwback first to actually take us on his walk with Christ and through Christianity while speaking about his humanity and his struggles. Wow. Um, and still acknowledging and putting God first out his music um, and love life, marriage issues always comes back to christ Yo, you remember we were at the uh well thank you for making that connection that's wild but you remember when we were at the stellar awards yeah and you performed that song yeah yeah and and just like even the climate that we were in in yeah. our relationship mm-hmm. i was talking to you earlier this morning about like just how many times you saved my life in vegas <laughs> this was one of them yeah so, I've heard a lot of people in the past couple of years want to make this connection with all like, you know, styles of like black music. Mm-hmm. Right. And they've included gospel in that for so long. One of the last things I'll say about what I see happening and like, you know, Kanye's exploration musically yeah. is he's making that distinction that like, hey, you know, I think this is important. Hey. This is not just about black music culturally. Like this music is about Jesus. Right. And you can make, you know, black, white, whatever kind of music. And if it doesn't glorify Jesus, Mm -hmm. then it has a limitation to it. Yeah. So like I praise God for for having some kind of like um, revelation of that. I was listening to the song again. Just shout out to all of the gospel legends who made this stuff possible. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, babe. Thank you for uh, thank you for playing that. Thanks for making it. Thank you for creating and doing what you do. It was another one of those ones that was inspired by you. 
No. It was. I'm good. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. I'll and take I it. I am. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, my sound has changed a lot since I met you and, and uh, you've been pushing me. So. Oh, well, I love you, babe. And I want to thank you. But thank you to all of our listeners, too. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And I want you to stay tuned. It only gets better. Thank you.